Sports listeners, I'm your host, Erica Soller, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in. Every single Tuesday. This is a whole hour of Santa Barbara Teen Athletes. Woo! And all those people and businesses that support those teen athletes and artists mm-hmm. and actors and musicians and students. You're going to go down the whole occupational list? Well, yeah, we're going to do because <laughs> Dave, speakers. Expanded. Speakers. Community volunteers. Yes. You know, do you realize in Santa Barbara County, we can call all of our students community volunteers because they have to get community hours before they graduate. Really? Yes, they do. Yeah. Yes. That's, that's it is different. a graduation requirement. That's fabulous. When did that start? I, yeah. I like that. That's a great idea. Yeah. Isn't that a minimum of 300 hours? That's I'm Bishop. Not I'm not sure about a regular public school. Uh, there is a there is a requirement for public service. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. So Especially community service hours. College. Yeah. kind of things are that qualify for public service? Uh, any working for any nonprofit. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Yep. Yep. But all the kids that we they, I give them community service hours for doing this broadcast. This is a community hour. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. It works. Yeah. Well, I think it, it for a kid, we didn't have that in high school growing up, but we were our families. I think were just more geared to serve. It wasn't like mandatory in high school when I went to high school, but, but there was always a thing how I was raised. Mm-hmm. It's not, you know, but I grew up in a in a town that was like that back in New York. So. Yeah. Well, and now it's become that opportunity since it's kind of weird about the whole intern thing. Sometimes they, will, they won't allow you to intern even if you're 15 and a half, 16. You still can't get in on that because I think California changed its requirements and interns are supposed to be paid. But anyway, if you go in, hey, I need community service hours, you get to intern for a nonprofit and learn something. Yes. So, Unfortunately, uh, you know, working for the station, it is complicated to have an intern. And if you do it wrong, you're, you, 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 know, you, do, you don't want to do it if you're afraid of doing it wrong because it'll get you into a lot of trouble. So, I had great success yeah. getting interns from Westmont. Great. And yeah. the uh, accounting intern that, that we got for my company, oh gosh, 30 years ago now, um, she became uh, work, stayed on her staff after she interned for three months, mm-hmm. and she is still working for my ex-husband today. Oh, wow. So the Elks Lodge is usually looking for interns, especially with social media, because most of the Elks are older generation. They're not, mm-hmm. not as, as savvy. So, like, the Public Relations Department mm-hmm. is looking for, say, a college-level or even high school-level intern that can do public relations work mm-hmm. on social media. Nice. So that's just a, a there's kind a plug of a out there line out there. Yeah, absolutely. If anybody's interested in that, and some of the college coaches have mentioned that you should pick something and do it for a little while instead of doing like ten different nonprofits, pick one or two that have some, an area of your interest and stick with it because that's yeah. really good to show on a college resume. Okay, I'm going to zing and ask Emily who did her hair because it's annoying me. <laughs> It's annoying. Yes, because right. you, know, you look at somebody's hair. And like, wow, that that looks so good. And annoying you. is a good word. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'd love love it's called definition. Yeah, no, Webster <laughs> defines it I otherwise. Know, I'm from America, and it's, it's annoying in a happy way. Okay, right. just like basically, it's telling me to go get your hair done, and I'm just not in a mood to I, go get. You know, when you see somebody's hair and just say, "Oh God, I got to get my hair done." I have that happen. All the time. Yeah. I go to Maria at Jazz Salon, mm-hmm. and she is incredible. Her number is 805-698-7472. There's your commercial. 
<laughs> and uh, yeah, any time that I just want to pick me up, right? Mm. She will do my hair. Like today, I had three events to go to, mm. and I call. I texted her this morning, and I looked at my hair, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, I need Maria's, you know, magic touch." Yeah. So sure enough, she could get me in ten thirty, and boom, she did my hair, and I always feel better. She just has that magic touch, you know. And then I'll she walk. She needs a nap after she has, you know. No, it's uh, well, maybe I yeah, don't know. <laughs> she's still in there. Yeah, yeah, she's yeah. Still Of course, you go to the owner. Yeah, she's amazing, no, and she'll really do good. anything. Not that she you've, will... you've had bad hair. Okay, I'm not. No, I do. No, I have. Really I hair, have though. issues with my hair. I yeah. think I, in a past life, I think I had hair down to the floor, yeah. and I always wanted my hair to be long this lifetime, and there was no way it mm. would just get ratty and it just hangs. Mm-hmm. So I always just partner with these Why amazing. Why looking at my hair? <laughs> <laughs> I like your hair. No, the whole ratty and it just hangs. It's just how I feel. No, everything's it's about Erica. Feeling. Anybody who knows me, it's about me. <laughs> so it's so it's there's your plug, really Maria. Yeah. Listen to the show. Well, my barber Drake feels the same way after uh, trimming my beard. <laughs> he just been ready for a nap. There you go. <laughs> Barbed wire. There you have to go, go around the room because I know you ha- you love your stylist. Who do you go to? Samara at Avante. Avante. <laughs> Avante. They are on Cabrillo. And I don't have their tough number right now, but right when you get off the freeway, you're headed towards State Street. They are on the right-hand side, Avante. Nice. Samara, she has been uh, with my mom for... Years, I want to say over 10 years. So, yeah, so she's been doing my hair for a long time, too. Nice. Lots of love. Okay, last guy. Do you do your own <laughs> hair? I don't know. A plug for all That's our... It. hair guy. So, Barbara. I go to... Yeah. You want to borrow my comb? Yeah. <laughs> I go to... <laughs> you want to latch on to my comb, baby? Um, no, I go to Sandra Patricia's. Next to the Cajun Kitchen on Delavino. Oh, all right. I've been going to her for probably five oh. or ten years now. Mm-hmm. She does does real well. Well, you always yeah. find that there's a, there's usually a, there's a connection that you have with the person. Totally. You know, the, totally. The, the, the best connection I ever had with somebody it was a guy, and it's Scott, and he ended up moving, and I was like, I couldn't believe how you could be sad. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh but yeah, I really kind I of abandoned for like yeah. I was just like, <laughs> What? I'm going to have to go to a therapist. I, well, I was actually thinking that there really should be a term called hair therapist. Yeah. Because what do you do when you go and get your hair done? Right. You talk, right? right? Exactly. You get therapy. Exactly. They give you therapy. So I know for me, I'm not just getting my hair done, right. but I'm getting therapy. Well, that's, that's one right. of the reasons why I started going to the barber. Not, I can trim my beard right. just fine. Right, right. But my wife would go every other week to get her nails done. <laughs> right. You know, and I know she's doing it because she that's what she likes to do. Right. But I know that there's more going on there. There's more going and on. And I thought, why can't I have some of that too, you know? <laughs> so I, when Victorian Salon opened up, I was there. You can. <laughs> can I give you a did you know moment? Please do. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, back. Does it do with hair? D- yes, it does. Yeah. Yes, it does. Back to in the time of... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Imperial England taking over India. What started happening at the turn of the century, um, gentlemen would go over to India to serve as government posts and so forth, and they'd come home, and their wives thought that they looked younger. 
and that they were like there something was happening in India and their their youth was returning. Well, what was happening in India was that the barber who was cutting their hair was using a product that in England had not had not been introduced yet, and that was henna. Oh. They were really? using henna. Uh, yes, yes. So if I'm a barber and I'm taking care of your hair and I add a little something and when you're finished with me, you look like you have just lost 10 years, you're going to come back to me, right? So I wouldn't tell you what I was doing to you. It would just be my secret. Yeah. So then they started. Ah, you manipulator, you. <laughs> so then the women back in England were like, wait, I want some of that. So they, they started figuring it out. Oh, and no. there became the, the trade of, of hair dyes, and wow. specifically henna. And, huh. and it's so much better for you than the chemicals, right? With the, the highlighting and all that kind of stuff, yeah. right? Well, unfortunately, during that time period, there were a lot of unusual heavy metals that got added to a lot of things. We're talking about oh, face yeah, cream. Lead. We're talking about milk. We're do- all sorts of things became... Um, I, I don't want to use a bad word, but uh, we contaminated them in order. We thought that we were giving a more perfect product. So we, the merchants, thought that we were giving the public a more perfect product. Yeah. So we've learned the errors of our ways over time. But, yes, now you can get henna that has no heavy metals in it. I do have to say that I have seen uh, more women with hair that has been colored. And I don't mean the auburns and the blondes. I'm talking about blues and reds and greens. And 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 I have to tell you that most of them have picked the right color for them and, and, and their, their complexion. Um, I've seen a few that picked the wrong color for their <laughs> complexion. But I find that real interesting. I joke with them. I say, I want you to understand that, you know, you've got that blue in your hair. That's what happened to me. <laughs> <laughs> they consulted the hair therapist before they did that, right? Okay, well, anybody out there today, right before the holidays, it's all time. Santa Barbara, it's just everybody needs a trim. Okay? <laughs> that's, that's you got a lot of options. you got a lot of choices. You got it. So we got a big show today. Yes, we so do. <laughs> Let's take a break. Okay. This Erica Salter, the Queen of Team, will be back with more of these messages. We are back, and this is the Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I'm your host, Erica Salda, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday. I can't. I'm just stuck on Carolyn, Carolyn Givens, and I can't not. A show cannot go by something good organic without saying how much we love Carolyn Givens. Because I don't know. I, I just get excited when when I hear. I, I think you even know the sound of the delivery truck, and it's <laughs> every. It is because you don't know what's in the box, and there's so, the delivery. <laughs> Delivery van. So, yeah, they're so it's the Pavlov's sweet dog too. syndrome is what that is. So I like it when they look like they're struggling to the door because that's mean it's, it's packed <laughs> it's to the full. top. It's, yeah, it's overfilled. You, you did a video of me unboxing our last box. Yeah, yes, I saw that. yes, nice. I did. It was well, I had to because you know 
it starts off with, are we videoing? Yes, Dominique. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a total mess. She kept pulling more things. I think they were sneaking stuff in, in between. Yeah, I think so. They kept pulling. This was unedited. Yeah. How did that watermelon get into yeah. that box? One take. One take. That's it. I don't That's have the patience. Funny. It just has to, it has to work. And she knows it, too. Yeah. All she's got to do is smile, really. More let it. I mean, it was. It just seemed endless. It was four minutes of unpacking. That's a lot. I mean, but then, of course, you have to get Dominique's, you know. Well, I'm just excited because it's grown locally. It was harvested when it was ripe. And and it's food that I get to eat within, a, I, we try to eat it within a week, week and a half. So it's fresh. Yeah. My body's happy. Yeah. Yeah. And am I correct? They don't pick it until it's time for a delivery? Correct. They they pick it. It may be like a day right. that it gets to you. Sure. It gets picked. They organize it in a huge freezer, and they ship it on Wednesday. So, yeah. yeah. So it's almost picked to order. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I gave my little spiel about the ethylene gas, which is something that has always concerned me, especially with bananas. Oh, bananas typically yeah. come from... Central America, and and they pick them green, totally green. Oh, yeah, you mentioned that And at that times, they'll subject them to ethylene gas, which is the natural accelerant for ripening with most fruits. Mm. And it just has always made me uncomfortable. So mm. to know that the, the fruit and the vegetables are almost picked to order yeah. before they yeah. deliver them to you, is, that's, that's comforting just for that. Yeah. Do you have a do, do, did you know, Dominique? Is you got to add it? Did you know? Oh, did Come you on, know. Dominique. Uh, uh, did you know on, well, okay, th- this is a, a, a tricky one on the did you knows. There's a lot that happens, did you know? There's a lot that happens to our food that per our government regulations does not need to be included on the ingredients list. For example, the methane gas used, uh, yeah, uh, used to ripen fruit. Right, that's not on the label. Um, The fact that our food's getting gets radiated every now and then as it's in its process of traveling because they're trying to make sure that there's no bugs and stuff like that. That's not on there. Um, I used to work for a company. Here in town, they made salsa. I haven't eaten salsa since. And I happen to know one of the things that they did, and I don't know that they do this anymore, and I won't name what the company is, they would wash the onions with a little bit of bleach, just a little bit. And what that did was it kept it kept the salsa from exploding. It helped it with its, uh, um, uh, what do you call, its expiration date. But you don't have to include oh, that on the ingredient list. As a because preservative, it's, you're saying. It, it's evaporated. It's gone, right? And yet, so there's a lot of things happening to our food that's not on the ingredients list. So I'm just telling you, if there's more than five ingredients on a package and you can't recognize the words, don't buy it. Don't eat it. Your, your body doesn't know what it is. If you don't know what it is, your body doesn't know what it is. Yeah. And sometimes there are the Food and Drug Administration's regulations have minimums on them. So oh, yeah. like with processed meats, bacon and sausage, <laughs> there are nitrites and nitrates in that sausage that says nitrite and nitrate free when it's really not free. It's only below the FDA's right. Requirements. Yeah, yeah. reading so labels. You, you buy those products thinking, oh, this bacon is mm-hmm. nitrite, nitrate free. It's not. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah, you really need to be cautious. Mm-hmm. Read the labels, read the ingredients, especially preservatives. 
Well, that's one of the things that uh, I would I couldn't agree with you more, especially going back to about I think it was nineteen, yeah, it was nineteen eighty three, and I was interviewing uh, a nutritional expert who had come into the station with a box full of products that contained at that time they called it equal. But the generic uh, chemical name is aspartame. Mm-hmm. And that's what they called it in the ingredients list, equal. But then they changed it down the road. And anyway, she was saying, I asked her point blank. I said, so this has been thoroughly tested and it's perfectly safe. And of course, yes, it is. Well, my wife at that time and I started to consume these products. And she uh, she got really nauseous and had headaches and so forth. And I got I was I went into mood swings. And when we figured out what it was, we stopped eating the stuff. And then I went back on it for about a week, and I noticed that's exactly what it was. Yeah, if you want to figure something out, yeah. And then artificial sweeteners. I interviewed a mortician about 10 years later in 93. I No, seriously, I, I interviewed a mortician. And I said, so how, have things changed much in the... Cause, and again, I didn't they know... They don't the need to business. use as much formaldehyde. That's right, because yeah. aspartame turns to formaldehyde in the body. And he yes. says, we've been using less and less formaldehyde every year. Yeah. yeah. Really? People yeah. are embalming themselves as they walk as through life. Wow. So keep that in mind. If you are, uh, if if you want to save money on embalming fluid, <laughs> keep drinking the diet, whatever it is you're drinking. <laughs> hey, I I'm just this, giving helpful this, advice here. This generation of teens, though, they really are so aware of the ingredients. And are they in there really? Food. Yeah, mother, my, and my, and the, my son, the jewel he's, vaping products yeah. are uh, they're yeah, well, into those ingredients. I'm just saying, there's a big percentage <laughs> also that uh, my son always refers to everything as healthy body, good, clean good body, body, good yeah, body, good body, clean body. You know, yeah. So yeah, he's yeah. he's really. And um, they're also aware of organic. And why is it that we want organic and why is it that we want GMO free? Yeah. And that, that this is a conversation that needs to be had. They, they realize that. But I would highly recommend if you're going to go organic, do the best you can to go organic locally. Because you know yes. that back in, uh, I think it was Oxnard or Ventura, one of the strawberry growers out there got caught. They claimed they were organic and they got caught. They weren't. They were using mm. pesticides to get rid of some of the bugs I, I, or something along those lines. Mm. In other words, they had violated the, mm. uh, the rules uh, to claim that it was organic. And that's why I've always said you can throw a label on anything and call it whatever you want. Mm. So if you either either that or grow your own. Now there's now you had a campaign not too long ago in the midst of uh, 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 I don't even want to utter the word but it was during a period of time uh, where we had diminished the drought, water the drought. supply <laughs> and you said turn your front lawn into a garden we do yeah that's what ours is exactly it's all edible so well, grow your own side, yeah that's it that would be exciting mm-hmm. that would be. Yeah, we probably have, I don't know, over 300 people through the radio shows participated in it. As a matter of fact, it was so big in San Roque that they have it's uh, they have fleet farming now. So once a week, wow. you can go, neighbors put out, and, and they share. So it's awesome. That if you could really qualify great. for an agricultural permit for your water supply, mm-hmm. it would be nice because oh, yeah. my water bill is insane. I'm just trying to keep mm-hmm. two avocado trees going mm-hmm. because of what the drought did to them. Yeah. My water bill is $250 a month. Wow. And system so it's 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 yeah. disheartening in trying to grow your own fruit yeah. i have several fruit trees but the cost of the water is wow. it just makes it 
not cost effective mm-hmm. to yeah. try and grow your own mm-hmm. stuff. But if you had an ag yeah. permit, possibly. Mm-hmm. But can you imagine how good your Thanksgiving dinner is going to taste? Oh yeah, with organic everything. Mm-hmm. And even if you're going to have turkey, even organic turkey, they are out there. They are out there. Well, the the interesting thing is that you actually eat less when your food has more nutrients in it. And in particular, you need your healthy fats. So if you've got your avocado or you have your walnut oil or you have your olive oil, you have your good fats, you will eat less. Yeah. I've noticed that, too, that that. If we have a meal that is devoid of those nutrients to to a certain degree, I want more. But yeah. if it is mm-hmm. packed, I, I'm full. I, and one, that one makes plate, sense. One bowl, half a bowl, I'm fine. I'm good. Thank you. So it, part of it has to do with what's happening to your insulin letter, levels. And there's a lot in the body that affects our l- insulin levels. But when you have good food... And you've got um, healthy fats, good proteins. Your insulin level is going to stay lower, and you're going to actually burn the ca- you're going to burn the food that you're eating, and you'll start burning some of the fat that's on you exactly. as well. Exactly. Stay healthier over the holidays, there all the holidays go. to yes. come. Something's good organic. It's easy to find. Just Google it. Let's take a break. It's Erica Salter, the Queen of Team. We'll be back with more of these messages. Isn't that exciting? I did it. I did it all different right now. That is an introduction you know, for you. Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio. In case you just tuned in, thank you. If you've been around for a while, check out our new website. Um, yeah, I like yeah. it. Thank you, Claudia Moreau. Uh, like us on Facebook. You know, you got to do the little plugs here and there. Um, and again, I always like to put out there that every minute of wonderful advertising that you've listened to for the last decade has, in fact, been donated. Thank you, Dr. D. Woo! Could yeah. not have happened without you. Ten years? Yeah, really? Ten years of free Holy advertising. Wow. It's amazing. That's wonderful. Well, the, the, you know, the philosophy is always to give somebody a fishing pole. That's right. So mm-hmm. that's, you know, yeah, that's it. I, I mm-hmm. feel that when you do that and people are growing, we've had so many We've been blessed with so many great co-hosts yeah. that I know that this platform has helped them, and they have yeah. ten, tenfold helped the community. Well, so. I love hearing about the kids who come through this program, going off to college, and they—the uh, only phrase I can—and they've really made something of themselves. Yeah, pursue. We have many oh, that pursue broadcasting, incredible, which is really exciting. Yeah. So, don't we have someone who's in like the Secret Service or something? Uh, jo- uh, Josie, Josie, yeah, uh, she's the one who can't talk about it. Every single Tuesday, can't talk about it. Let's not talk uh, about and it. And then we had a couple of guys through here uh, who are in broadcasting. Yes. Tom Eijen, he's not in broadcasting, but he did all his broadcasting stints all through Chapman. Leo Schneider did all the Leo, basketball yeah. games at uh, Cornell. Yeah. So, That's yeah. That's just so cool. It's kind of like a musical instruments, being, putting on your college resume that you're a teen co-host. Mm-hmm. And I, I told Sam, it's not, this is your year being a junior, because you get to add those to your resumes. 
So in addition to his baseball and his, I guess he has an A average right now, so he's doing real well. Oh, man. It's a wonderful leadership position to have a voice in the community and to help express also voicing for people who don't have a voice. And a lot of our teens bring up issues that aren't really being talked about. So Mm -hmm. wonderful. Well, it's funny. Last show, I got a call from Joanne Stoltz, and she's like, was that Sam Russell I was listening to on the radio? And I go, yes, it is. And she actually (laughs) introduced me to his mom. Oh. Yeah, and because of that, you know, talking to your mom to mom, oh, I have a son, or you have a son, <laughs> you know, and, and since then, you know, he's been a really good kid, and uh, I we've kind of, on a spiritual path, I guess we have together, I mean, my shoulder was so stiff this morning, so yeah, <laughs> just, just <laughs> throwing <laughs> pitches. Yeah, just throwing to him, the boy, this kid can hit the snot out of the ball, that's not a bad word. No, <laughs> he, he is definitely, he's driven, so... Uh, good luck to Santa Barbara High School. It's this year, this season, all schools this year, this season. Oh, so. yeah. Um, Ed, are you ready? I have a couple of things that I can do here. I have a, an update for the Elk. Oh, okay. Yes, sir. Sure. You've got a little piece for us, too, right? So, yeah, I have right. a If Only I Had Known segment. Yeah. Uh, as far as the Elks, uh, the thing that's coming up next will be their Holiday Bazaar. It's a fundraiser for children with special needs. It will be on December 6th, the day before Pearl Harbor Day, uh, from 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. There will be silent auctions, vendors, crafts, and it's going to be held at the Lodge at 150 North Kellogg in Goleta, and it is open to the public. If only I had known. <laughs> All right, come on! Just give him a, a hand! <laughs> if only I had known is a mentor's moment with the teens here in the studio as well as those listening into the show. The title for today's segment is Be the Best That You Can Be. Now, being the best that you can be doesn't mean being the best there is. Let's just say that you get on the baseball team. Understand that there's only one best player on that team, and it may not be you, but that's not what's important. What's important is that you be the best that you can be. Keep track of how you do, then try to better that performance, not someone else's. The old saying this time is, and I like those old adages, anything worth doing is worth doing right. Put some emphasis on the worth doing part, though, because once you decide something is worth doing, try to do it right. It's probably going to take you some time and effort. So if you, in the middle of this, decide that it's not worth it and you give up, you just wasted your time and energy. So be the best friend you can be to the people you know. If you sign up for a class, be the best student you feel you can be. If you get a job, do the best you can do at that job. If you get married and have children, be the best parent you can be. It's not hard to figure out. Just be the parent you needed when you were a child. Whatever you set out to accomplish, be the best that you can at all that you do. Promise you this. If you give it all every time with everything that you set out to achieve, you'll spend so much time smiling at your successes, you won't have time to grieve over the ones that weren't. Listen in next time when the subject will be 
the mnemonic memory system. <laughs> All right. That's that's so powerful what you said about that because when we are able to honor ourselves and show up for whatever is called for us to do, that is being the best that we can be. And a lot of people are so afraid, and I see this with with kids and teenagers, they're comparing themselves so much to others, right? Because there's a peer pressure and I want to fit in. But if you really believe in yourself and you do the best you can and you practice and then you show up and then you let it go, but you honor yourself for going out there and doing it, whether it's trying out for for the team, playing the best basketball game, and maybe you didn't make a shot. Maybe you didn't do it, right? But you were out there being the best you. Right. And I think that's really such a powerful message for us all. And there's there's not a real big downside to that. No. Uh, the downside comes when you don't try or you don't right. do the best that you can. Right. And all the negative things that you can think of in life, alcohol, for example, if you're not trying hard, well, there's a good chance you might be drinking. If you try hard, all the good things in life come to you. The successes, the friends, the money, the comforts, the everything that that are good in life tend to come with you. And it could be friends. You can be the best friend you can be to someone, and you acquire friendship from them. Yeah, a friend pointed out to me a number of years ago, in the whole universe, there is only one person Who's doing you? That's right. And that's you. That's right. There, there's yeah. no one else holding that script. Yeah, that's it's true. you. Yeah. So yeah. play your part. And I don't have it memorized, but there is a Shakespeare sonnet that speaks to whatever part we're playing in the play, whether it's the king, the queen, the servant, the thief. Do it well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I had that. I had experience today. I was playing this gig for this fundraiser for the United Way, which was really cool because that's Yay. where I saw Stephen at United Way. I'm like, I know him from Teen Sport Radio. And so I showed up late because my kids had a gig and I had this other gal that I've been playing with, Michelle, come and start out and it was a huge gig. There were so many people there and it was and she was doing a phenomenal job and I knew she was and when I walked in I'm like, "Uh-oh, now I have to go up there, right? Oh my gosh." And and so but it was so great because I could go up there and and it was so funny too because I had some parents of students that I had taught years ago in the audience. And so I was up there and I was feeling shy and I was thinking about, well, I'm not going to be as good as she is out there, right? And I had that in my mind. And then these parents were there cheering me on. And as soon as I got that cheer on, they were like, they loved me being me. And I was able to go out there and be me. And I think that is so important because your vibration, your unique way of being shines when you bring forth your true essence right? And we can't always, it's like a mirror. We can't always see our essence, right? It comes through other people sometimes, but you just have to believe that you are the shining light that you are and how important that is to love and honor that. So that was a really good moment for me because I was like, I was nervous. And then all of a sudden they gave me this, this round of applause because they knew my essence. They knew who I was and I had taught their kids and inspired them. And they were like, and all I needed was a little encouragement to go forth and then I was on my own and I was able to do it so yeah. 
Well, part of that is um, having that vulnerability yes. to connect. Yes. People can't connect with you That's if right. you don't let down some of your guards. That's right. It's so important that vulnerability is really, really key. And I find that when we're really authentic, when we're allowing our, you know, true light to shine, that we can have that vulnerability wherever we go. We just, people get comfortable around us because we're not putting up these huge walls and protecting ourselves. In fact, we're just trying to connect. That's what I want to do is I want to connect with you, right? This is so special. (laughs) Before the holidays. (laughs) I hope everybody out there gets a nice big full belly for Thanksgiving because at the end of the day, it is about family and friends and connecting and relationships. Yes, um, exactly. I know you have a segment coming up, so let's take a break. Because I don't want to give you a shorty, I want to give you a big, because I, <laughs> I get you in that mood with that hair. You know, you're going to get a bigger section. Now. Okay, <laughs> there you go. Definitely, I'm take a picture of you today. All right, uh, we'll be back with more after these messages. Not you, but we are back. Okay, <laughs> this is uh, we're all back, and this is Teen Sports Radio. That's what happens when you're just yeah, the grammar is over right out the, the window. Corner of the spider. And all of a sudden, <laughs> somebody was pointing to my peripheral vision. I see pointing. Anyway, we are um, very blessed today. Uh, Emily Yurchison is here. I said your name wonderfully. That's because she has really good hair, and um, she's going to do her. Do you have, do you have a name for your segment or no? No, it's just Emily's segment. Find your voice. Find your voice. Find your voice. Thank you, Erica. That's it. (laughs) Wonderful. All right. I'm looking forward to this because you kind of give me a little bit of, uh, without telling me much, but it's over my head as usual. So there you go. What do you All got right. First? Well, I don't have an official segment today, but I was asked to talk some about uh, healing sounds, the, the sound therapy. So I'm really happy to share about that. And maybe I will just share a little bit about my experience in doing that. And then if there are some questions and that kind of thing and we want to try it, we can do that as well. And so, like, not that people wouldn't be paying attention to you, but you are certified. Yeah, See? I am certified. I know. <laughs> exactly. I'm certified in sound healing and I did this amazing conference in Alicante, Spain. It was in this sound dome and I had been studying the chakras and energy for the last year. So I learned about that and I it was really important that I learned that because I realized what how important it is to know our energy, right? That our energy really precedes our physical being and so when we start to pay attention to our energy and we do it through the barometer of the emotions, then we start, we can really align with what the deeper guidance is uh, for our lives, right? So this sound in healing conference was so powerful. It was a week of learning. We used Tibetan bowls. We used um, color because supposedly color, sound, and movement are the three highest vibrations. And we also know from um, the Emoto world, do you know Dr. Emoto with the color, the water crystals, right? Highest vibrations are words of gratitude, love, that kind of thing. And you can actually measure that with a tonoscope to tell what that vibration is. So we've talked a lot on the show about 5G, and we have a, we have a scare going around about that, right? But to me, what's important is that we work with our own vibration so that we can actually raise our vibration.
vibration so that none of these things are going to affect our body or our immune system. And we can stay healthy in that. So uh, one of the things that we learned how to do is we learned how to do chanting and toning with the sounds of the chakras. And we learned the Vedic system, which comes from India. And we also learned this incredible two-tone technique that they uh, that originated in Mongolia. And it helps. You can do this toning, and I'm happy to do it on, on the show if we want to do it. <laughs> but you can get into these really powerful vibrations that can shift your brain waves. So if you're experiencing anxiety or you have a migraine or you have some of these physical ailments, you can shift the vibration and energy in your brain and create a sense of harmony and peace so that all of your organs can align, uh, the vibration can be aligned. Well, I, I just want to add for a second, the whole thing about sound affecting your brain it's based on science, and the science yes. is you literally have air uh, and movement of, of air molecules going into your inner ear, and then your inner ear has tiny little hair follicles, mm-hmm. and the little hair follicles are moving mm-hmm. based upon the vibration that's coming into your ear. Amazing. And, that, and they literally they have the physical connect between sound and then the neurons in the brain firing off. It's amazing. So this is not... Uh, woo-woo science. This is solid science that sound can heal our bodies. That's and right. we know it. When we want to get pumped up for a great game, we pay, we play different rock and roll music that makes us really happy and That's right. full of energy That's and right. releases different endorphins into That's our body. Right. And say we're in a sad moment and we feel really sad, we'll play that haunting song that just makes our heart weep. That's right. So we know that sound is affecting our emotions. And if mm-hmm. sound's affecting our emotions, it's affecting our hormones, it's affecting the chemical makeup in our brain or body. That's right. Uh, yeah, and all of our organs are vibrating. Everything is in constant vibration. So that's why aligning and being in harmony is so important within our um, within in our energetic system. So yeah, absolutely. And the voice there. What I discovered about the voice is there's an outer voice, but there's also an inner voice. And so the inner voice, when we're speaking something, if I'm you know if I really am angry, but I'm trying to be calm, the anger is the inner voice that's really trying to be expressed, but I'm suppressing that. So it's important to get in alignment, to really get in touch with what you feel, and then be able to express that through the outer voice. So, yeah. Pretty heavy stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I know a lot of people out in Santa Barbara, including myself, get those those one-off migraines. So is there anything that, um, so part of the healing is, is this is something that, do you have have any information or on, do you have a... I don't have, just call Emily. Yeah, okay. I mean, I would just say um, that if you are willing to do one thing that's very, very powerful is just simple toning, and you can tone on the vowel sounds if you want, and we can even try it online. We can all do it if you want mm. to, and just see how it feels in terms of see if anything shifts. But you can tone um, with each of the chakras. We could do it in this area with your, you know, your third 
third eye chakra or your crown chakra or your throat chakra. And to me, if there's something going on here, maybe there's some energy that we need to move down into the rest of the body. Maybe there's something that needs to be released. Found that the throat chakra is huge, right? If we spoke in our truth, if we'd be nailed for speaking our truth, right? That that's a huge one to be able to release. Yes? You know, it's interesting. We have the, you mentioned vaping and, and you know, kids making use of cigarettes and so forth. A lot of that has to do with the throat chakra that yes. when you haven't found your voice, yes. frequently you will feel compelled to smoke something that warms that part of your body yep. because you're not warming it through activation. Exactly. So you find a different way of warming it. But using your voice actually keeps you healthier because you don't take on bad habits. Absolutely. So Absolutely. do you want to do an A E I O? Yeah, let's do it. All right, let's do it. Let's do it. All right, here we go. Okay. Ready? Yeah. One, two, three, four. Take a nice deep breath. I ran out of breath. Okay, take another breath. I was going to say, okay, we have some pretty good breath support. I, know. I didn't know. First of all, we never did this before. And I took a short breath, and I thought all you guys could go on for like another 30 seconds. Ease that third eye shot. Good. I'm going to okay. kill the E. That's what that's <laughs> All right, right. Take a nice deep breath. Big breath. Okay. One, two, three, four. E. sound that you start to make the two-tone technique is you do the sound is a more you move from a more into a re sound you go like more and then what you can do is you'll start to hear the overtones because that's what's healing about the voice is the overtones okay we're going to save the rest for later (laughs) that was really cool a bad time to tune in. All right, let's take a break. It's Erica Salda, the Queen of the Team. We'll be back with one more after these messages. This is the Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I'm your host, Erica Salter, the Queen of Teen. We've got Emily Yurchison in the house. Di- uh, what's your name? Dominique Hackett. Uh, see, I told you about it. Ed Langlo. Late in the show. A bunch of people in here don't know how they got here, who they are. So we were just talking about sound, and I have a sound question. I've never heard this before. Apparently, when we're born as infants, we are all, every human being is born with two fears. One is a fear of falling. So that, that's, that's not something that we're taught. We, we automatically have a sensation of falling and, and we don't like it as a baby. The second thing that we are afraid of is a fear of loud noises. Mm-hmm. 
And I was just wondering, do you know why that is? Have you heard anything about that? I haven't heard on anything about that from birth itself. I think part of it is there's such sensitivity, right? You Your ears are developed um, sometimes before a lot of other things. So you're already hearing things. And I know, I remember... Um, when I was born, I remember the bright lights and the sound. Everything is totally amplified when you are that small and sensitive, right? So I think that has something to do with that. And there is a term in the sound healing world called sonically repressed. And so a lot of children, too, if they grow up and they're not encouraged to express themselves through their voice, are oftentimes sonically repressed. And some of it might even go back. I mean, I mean, there may be things, but sound is vibration that is really, really powerful. And um, so if we're not taught to express ourselves through our voice, then we can become sonically repressed adults. And I work with a, a lot of people who are like that. So many of my students are, they want to express, especially the adults, they want to express, but they're afraid, right? And so sometimes there's a fear of even death, right? Like, oh my gosh, if I sing, I might... I might not be safe, physically not safe. So there's a lot to that whole process. Very interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. The other thing I noticed, too, I mean, we're all in here singing and <laughs> using our voices. <laughs> um, and it, it's interesting because you need the air element for yes. for voice. Yes. But um, you also need water because in speaking uh, and speaking a whole bunch, you get thirsty yes. and you realize, wow, I'm yes. and uh, there's also a little nervousness. We may be uh, transpiring. Uh, pers- Perspiring, but um, the other interesting about the dynamics of the air, the earth in our body, the water, and then the fire is our passion. Yes. So all of those elements yes. are involved when we're using sound absolutely. for healing. Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. And that passion is so important too, because I think once we get out of out of our own way and the ego takes a back seat, the voice, what it's been compared to your fingerprint, it is your most unique unique part of yourself. So it's really important to learn to love the unique sound of your voice. And that's part of you being your unique expression in the world. But if you're too soft-spoken or you're overpowering, you know, it's finding what your unique way is and using the voice as a vehicle for that. As far as the, the fears you mentioned of children having fears of loud noises, I think they're probably tuned into sound because they don't speak. They don't know how to speak. They are trying to imitate sounds, and so when they're doing the goo-goo-gaga, mm-hmm. they are trying to get the muscle memory mm-hmm. to repeat sounds that they hear. Ooh, put your hands together. Santa Barbara, be patient with yourself and others. Holiday season, drive safely. We'll see you next week. God bless! Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God.